In fifth grade, my dad bought me my very own camera. I still remember the Kodak box that it came in. And since then, I have loved photography. And God bless my dad, back in those days when film cost money to produce, I took a whole lot of pictures of the couch and the walls. And... But my favorite subject is always people. I love catching people. Of course, the gazillion pictures of my family. My husband tells the kids that it is their job to smile for pictures. This is, they don't get paid for anything, but this is how they pay us. I also really love catching the real unguarded moment, the photo that says so much about its subject. My very p favorite picture of my grandma is a picture of her in a white blouse and a blue floral skirt. And she's sitting on the floor, and you can see that she's wearing faded red sweatpants underneath and red slipper socks. She has a couple of oranges in front of her, and she's peeling one with an old paring knife where the finish has rubbed off the handle, making it dry and rough. She's looking down at the orange, seemingly unaware or indifferent to me taking the picture. My grandma never learned English. She had a handful of words and phrases, no, hi, bye-bye, and pretty. One day she asked for a phrase for when she answered the phone and the person didn't speak Korean. You know, this was back in the days when we didn't have um, voicemail or answering machines or caller ID. When the phone rang and you just picked it up, for some reason, my grandma and I settled on nobody home. <laughs> my friends would call to talk to me and they'd report that my grandma had answered and urgently and maybe aggressively yelled into the phone, nobody home, before hanging up on them. In person though, her inability to speak English never even slowed her down. My friends or parents' friends would come over and she would welcome them and ask questions as if everyone understood her. She was so sweet and earnest that people would honestly listen as if with patience they too could speak Korean. Like so many grandmas, my grandma's love language was food. Generally, we'd get company and she would bow, welcome them, comment about how pretty they were in English, and ask if they were hungry. The answer was actually irrelevant. She would wait for them to answer and then go to the kitchen and get food. Often it was fruit. This picture of my grandma cutting the orange is a true snapshot of who she was, always peeling oranges for other people. I don't know anyone who was able to resist her generosity Regardless of language, her loving heart said everything it needed to. Someone say love on behalf of my grandma. Love, thank you. On the day of, remember that, just hold on to that. I'm gonna ask you to do it again. On the day of Pentecost, the disciples had gathered in one place and suddenly there was a sound like a rush of wind and tongues of fire rested on each of them and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Each of them began to speak in other languages. When they went outside, people in the street couldn't understand what was happening. They were hearing the gospel in their own languages. How could this be? Some were amazed. Some thought puzzlingly that the disciples were drunk. 
Do you speak other languages when you're drunk? <laughs> Peter told Joel's prophecy that the Spirit would fill all the people, and that there would be signs and visions, and that people would be saved. It is the good news. The prophecy has been fulfilled, and now we have the language to tell everyone we know God is love. Tell it to your friends. Who speaks another language, even just the swear words? All right. So listen carefully, carefully. No swear words. Shout out the word love in another language. Nice. In a few moments, we will initiate some of God's beloved into our family. We will baptize them in the waters of the one who created us. And we will promise as a community to support them as they grow into the full stature of Christ. We will support them as we grow ourselves, like fifth graders being reading buddies for kindergartners. So how are you tending your soul? these days? Have you let yourself feel the voice of the lover of souls? Have you invited God into your body, into your breath, baptizing you once more, giving you language to share God's love with others? Say the word love in the language of your heart. Oh, come on, people. Say the word love in the language of your hearts. Love. We are given a universal language, but before you walk away thinking, oh, good grief, that was all sap and artificial sweeteners, I want to remind us that there's a reason why elementary school valentines don't come with scripture and a bag of Skittles. The example in Holy Scripture is hard, the trial of being tender with each other and God when we don't feel loved, when we are aching with sorrow, or when those we would bless with our hearts are unreceptive or unkind. Jesus reminds us that loving someone who, who loves you is the easy stuff. The work we have to do is to free the captives, feed the hungry, protect the vulnerable, Love the unlovable. It is less very white and more earned in exhaustion and grief, the solidarity of crying with the hurting. At my church in Silverton, for many years, we did not have musical accompaniment. It meant that we had to develop a catalog of songs that we could sing a cappella. One of the songs we sang regularly was, They'll Know We Are Christians by Our Love. Some of you know this one, sing with me. Even the eight o'clockers sang with me, so you have no excuse. <laughs> we are one in the Spirit. We are one in the Lord. We are one in the Spirit. We are one in the Lord. And we pray that all unity will one day be restored. And they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. Today, we remember that time when the disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit and given the gift of language 
that all they encountered could understand the good news. Just as the Holy Spirit animated the valley of the dry bones, she breathes through us. And having celebrated the ascension only a few days ago, the Spirit followed and freed our tongues so that each of us could have some words to tell ourselves and others that God is love. Someone say love. My grandma never spoke English, but she communicated just fine. Through her love, I learned more about God. What will people learn through ours? Will people know that we are Christians by our love? What will these newly baptized learn about being Christian by watching us? As you leave these big red doors today, how will you love the world so that people think you are drunk? <laughs> How will you offer your heart and care for God's created order? You and I, we have been given every language, which is love. It is the only word that we need. May we leave today and proclaim it through word and action to an astounded disbelieving, amazed world. Amen. <laughs>